weekday mornings, it's the Liz Calloway Show with Nick Summers. Dominating the Grand Strand, four years running on Talk 94.5. Justice Served with Jimmy Richardson, the 15th Circuit Court Solicitor on the Liz Calloway Show with Nick Summers on Talk 94.5. And joining us live on the air is the one and only, did you find his song? The one and only walk-up song? No? Do we know? <laughs> I don't know what his walk-up song is. <laughs> I just have this. I found the stager, but I don't see any walk-up All right. Well, songs. let's give a point for the stager. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a, uh, a for effort, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, 15th Circuit Solicitor Jimmy Richardson is here. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How are you guys? Good. Awesome. We're hanging in there. Off so, to a great week. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. The weather is amazing. Oh, gosh. I walked in with the sales manager, and um, <laughs> it is so good to be able to tote a coat around. I mean, yeah. we've had 100-degree weather for oh my since gosh. February, that's it feels true. like. Yeah, that's true. All right, Jimmy, what is on your mind? What are you working on? Well, some of the stuff that you guys were talking about, I thought the um, um, audience may uh you know, really like a little bit deeper of an explanation like Tupac. Ah, um, yes. So when you are, when you're talking about um, busting this dude, first and foremost, don't be writing books that, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, don't be uh, giving interviews. If you've <laughs> killed anybody, just mm-hmm. keep, uh, don't, don't be running off at the mouth. But um, the thing that struck me with that is, you know, he was a part of this murder, I don't know if he actually pulled the trigger or not, but in South Carolina, and it's a it's common across the nation, not maybe not every state, uh, but a common concept is something called hand of one, hand of all. Mm-hmm, yeah. All right. So if me and Liz um, set in to uh, rob the Scotchman or the Waffle House, and I say, hey, um, I tell you what. You just uh, stand outside, you sit in the car, uh, you don't even have to walk to the door, you just make sure, uh, toot the horn if anybody's coming in. Something as simple as that. Um, I go in, maybe it's just a plan for a robbery, but I shoot the store clerk. Well, guess who is just as responsible for that murder as I am? Liz. I mean, uh, the idea is that even though... First of all, we both should know that a robbery is a dangerous situation. We both should know that, you know, if somebody uh, were to defend themselves and I shoot them, uh, that that person could die from that. And we should both, just like a football team, everybody's got a, a part to play. Mm-hmm. Um, when they, when the Patriots win yet another Super Bowl, it feels like they've won all of them. But when they pass out the <laughs> rings... They're going to give um, the center the same type ring as they give Tom Brady. They're an accomplice. Uh, yes, they're they're part of it. Yeah. And if you're there actively present, participating in um, a shooting, or you do the plans, um, uh, the big thing about hand of one, hand of all means that you've got to be there. You, um, if you were to plan it, um, you could be there for accessory before the fact. But it all involves conspiracy. It all involves, you know, some sort of meeting of the minds, not necessarily to the murder, but to the crime. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you do that um, and um, maybe you're just a lookout person, um, still that 
uh, murder or robbery doesn't go off without a lookout person. Now, I have a question to ask you. Have you heard of Bupak Shakur? No. Is that Tupac's brother? (laughs) (laughs) He was actually shot dead. What? Yes. Bupak Shakur was just shot dead. Now, if you've never heard of him, um, he was a guy that on social media would do Catch a Predator. But he wasn't oh, a law enforcement person. Yeah. He was just a, a regular guy that just hated pedophiles. Mm-hmm. And he made it his life mission to pose as a 15-year-old girl online and lure alleged predators into meetings. And he would go into them. And just this weekend in Michigan, he was gunned down. Oh, my goodness. Um, because he confronted a man that he was accusing of being a sexual predator, and he gets it all on video. He has all these followers on social media, and now he's dead. Um, I'm just wondering, are people allowed to do that sort of thing, to catch a predator? There's you know, a lot of them out there. Oh, I know it. And I, I tell you, I would I would love to find a way to incorporate those guys. Nobody wants anything like happened to uh, Bupak. But um, we just had this come up where an arrest was made because a, um, what's the real famous guy that does? Oh, Chris Hansen. Mm-hmm. Chris yeah. Hansen. Um, oh, yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, yes. yeah. So. Um, that is his name. He quit, when, though, right? Did he die? Something happened to him. Oh, gosh. I, I, yeah. I he was know. the guy that was doing it on NBC, right? right? Catch a Predator, yeah. the actual show. Um, so um, with um, with that, the law, uh, as it's written, allows law enforcement officers to pose as somebody they're not. What The criminal concept that you run into when there's not a specific... Um, allowance for that mm-hmm. is you're um, creating a situation that it's an impossibility. So if you are past the age of 18 and you're pretending to be younger than 18, then even if a person showed up and um, there was some sort of sex act with the person that was putting it on, well, that person's older, regardless of what they said mm-hmm. their name was. They give a specific um, allowance for police officers to do it. Mm-hmm. And that's a state law part that would have to change for us to be able to prosecute um, the cases that come forth by hmm. um, a third-party group. And there's a bunch of them, like you said. So, in other words, the person really isn't committing a crime because when they show up, the 15-year-old is really a 38-year-old man. So then there is no crime? Yeah, that's right. Now, if it's but a if police... they're coming there and under the pretenses of it being a fifteen-year-old, and it's a police officer luring them, that's a different ballgame. Yeah, so interesting. I, <laughs> I needed to bring, uh, and and if I were were to have brought the statute in, because we we did an awful lot on this. Um, uh, there was a, of a group case called that, Panda, right? That was a, a becoming an issue around here. Yeah, but you almost, I mean, it is wonderful when. People can help out the police and become a a force multiplier. Uh, And so the idea is behind that. But our state statute is just um, worded in such a way as it doesn't allow, uh, you know, it might allow for an arrest, but um, to be able to go in front of a, a court with it, you know, I'll think about it and I'll be back, but I'll bring that statute. And when you see the wording of it, um, it really gives um, it gives 
law enforcement a door to use. So you, the defendant won't be able to say, well, you know, I thought I was dealing with, um, you know, it was just all pretend. Um, but for that law enforcement exception there, um, we, we would be able to use it. We really tried to use it and we looked to the, um, I got up with the attorney general. That's a part of the, um, their job that, um, a lot of people don't know about. They do a lot for us as local solicitors. One thing that they do is if you ask uh, them a question, they've got really talented people that can go through and um, pull a lot of case law and give an opinion on stuff that maybe hasn't been brought up. Mm -hmm. So that was one of those things that we sent to them and asked them about it. Mm. And uh, it was a touchy uh, type situation. We're speaking with 15th Circuit Solicitor Jimmy Richardson in our Justice Serve segment. So what cases are, are you currently working on? I, I know um, I, you probably can't talk about it, but I'm going to ask you anyway. Hmm? The whole thing that happened with um, the guy from Bowie's on the Boulevard, the yeah. whole shootout yeah. there. Yeah. Um, the, you know, when there's absence of information, all these rumors start to fly. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you can comment directly on the case, but what is the role of all these r rumors that start to happen? Well, I, you know, without going into the case, because um, um, this is this is the same for every case like that. What we have found is if you are not able to immediately tell people what's going on, um, people will fill in the gaps. Mm -hmm. And um, invariably, when that happens, um, what I've had to do was say, in, in other cases, say to law enforcement, well, uh, this rumor's popped up, this, this, and this. We need to answer these things. Um, because a lot of times they're very legitimate um, ideas. Obviously, mm -hmm. it's reasonable Mm -hmm. uh, when people have, uh, on a mass level have, have come up with ideas like that. So we have to track those things down. It's, it, it, it could be a good thing because obviously if you did have to go forward, you want um, an idea of what the jury is going to be expecting. Hmm. So you ask the police to go ahead and run down some of that stuff. Um, you know, I mean, I'm sure you came across that with... The missing case of Heather Elvis, yes. Brittany Drexel. I mean, there's always speculation, theories. Oh, we had we've had some doozies, and and with the um, with the um, Elvis case, what was happening is you know the bad guys were um, throwing those out there. Mm -hmm. A lot of times, it's just people wanting to know, but um, there are times that um, uh, the people that are, are ultimately or were ultimately found responsible were going out and try to drive Change a narrative, narrative yeah. you know, to, mm -hmm. to, um, to make it much more difficult, uh, to go mm -hmm. forward or to put any narrative in there so that you wouldn't be able to have uh, pick a jury. Mm. So, and it is, we, we were able to do it in the Elvis case, but that is probably the only time I don't want a story um, if we've ever had a gag order before, uh, in the last 20 years, it would be three or less. Mm -hmm. We just, we just don't do that. Yeah. Um, uh, people have a right to say or think whatever they want to think. Mm -hmm. It is only, uh, when you are purposefully misleading people, 
uh, that you want to step in or when you're trying to make it where you can't get a fair trial and we have to move the case. So in that case that happened, I forget what it was, Highway 9 or something, um, you know, someone was following another person, a shootout ensued, one person ends up dead, the other person says it's self-defense. Um, there are no charges in that case? Uh, not not as of yet. They're mm-hmm. still, they were still investigating, but um, there are... Um, in law, we always come to uh, grips with situations that mm-hmm. are um, self-defense or the castle doctrine or stand your ground, all of that stuff. Um, and the the part that people may not realize is for a hundred years, prosecutors have met with s- situations like that before there was a stand your mm-hmm. ground law. Yeah, I can tell you if Glenn is... Um, uh, if Liz doesn't know Glenn and Glenn is climbing through her window at two o'clock in the morning and Liz shoots Glenn, there is no way today, yesterday or 40 years ago that we would ever be prosecuting mm-hmm. Liz for shooting, you know, for standing right. her ground. When the legislature changed, um, got involved and put a law together, you know, even from my standpoint, um, we don't understand the whole ripple effect mm-hmm. because, yeah, go ahead and pass that. I'm not going to prosecute nobody for. Um, yeah, but if if Glenn sees me drawing down on him, jumps down and starts running the other way, and I shoot him dead, yeah, you may. Then be in, I'm in trouble. Yeah, Even if he didn't situation. leave my property yet, right? Uh, you can't shoot someone running away unless he's running away to harm somebody else. So, but uh, yeah, I'm I, sorry. Go I, ahead. I just need to ask you this question. Two questions that. Um, Somebody mentioned real quick, there was a hit and run on Burkell Road. Um, a, a young man, 19 years old, was was very, very severely injured. They did catch the guy. He looked like he um, came from another country. He looked like he had a, a foreign name, didn't hear him speak. So I don't know if he is foreign. Mm. Um, but then we had another hit and run in um, Georgetown just this weekend. Two year old killed. People were asking us on the text line, do you know if these people are legal citizens? That has been not been something that is forthcoming in these news articles. Right. Um, is there a reason why that's yeah, being left out? I don't, because people want to know if these are illegal, unlicensed drivers. Right. And Liz, you know, from my standpoint, um, for better or worse, I have... One of the tenets of me uh, being solicitor is I wanted to be as open and honest and as forthcoming uh, to try to back away from any, you know, people may not like it, but I want people to be able to believe in the system that they've got here, um, for better or worse. And I've often encouraged uh, when uh, when the police write um, an article asking for help, give just as much information as possible um, so that people can help um, and don't leave anything out like that. Now, I can tell you, I don't know. I um, It will take approximately four to five weeks before we get a report mm. from the police. Oh, okay. So that's, uh, you know, when people get arrested the night before, generally I won't know about it for mm-hmm. a while. Um, we have somebody at the jail that goes in there and helps with the bond issues. But as to that, I don't know. Now, let me real quickly say why, if a person is illegal, 
that there may be a hit and run. The reason that the statute was written and it and it mirrors hit and run with death mirrors felony DUI right down to the day. It's a mandatory minimum of one year and a maximum of 25 years, whether it's hit and run um, with death or felony DUI. The reason for that is we are expecting that if you ran, the reason that you ran is because you're drunk or impaired. Mm -hmm. Now, there are other reasons. Um, and what could happen, I, I don't know about either of these cases, but if a person is driving without a proper license, in other words, a person is illegal and cannot uh, get a license and they drive anyway, or they don't have insurance and they drive anyway, then they bump somebody, um, you and I would stop simply because we say, oh, goodness, within a second, we'd say that was an accident, but, you know, I've got insurance and I'm going to stay here. If your whole thing is to run, run, run because mm -hmm. uh, I don't have a license or I don't have uh, car insurance, then you uh, may not even know you've um, injured somebody mm -hmm. like that. You know you've created an accident. Right. But your go-to move is to run. To run. I have uh, some other questions for you, but we're out of time. So you're lucky you ah. get off the hook <laughs> because it's hey, 8.54 already. If you want to email me the question um, okay. with, um, with whoever to email back, Okay. I'll be glad to try to answer. All right. It. All right. Sounds good. Um, do we have questions for him? Uh, no. Okay. All right. No. But I have a question for you. Okay. All right. But I'll have to ask you off air. All right. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, Jimmy. We appreciate it. Thank you, we'll guys. We'll see you in a couple of weeks. Bye. We'll be back in a moment. Bad boys, bad boys.